You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah! What the fuck is this? That's the one. Boner. Everyone's watching the sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's going to be 3-0 for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. (laughs) When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. What? Grab some beers and record a new sportscast. Yeah. What the hell else do we have to do? Are you fucking kidding me? DJ and TM drunk on the big sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708. 3168822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome, everybody, to what is the final binge sportscast of the NFL season. I'm PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, are you excited that the season is over? Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed, I am. How, how'd you know? How'd you know? Oh, you know, I thought I've been playing been... it off well the last few weeks, huh? yeah. I guess not. Last few months. I mean, come on. The last time you were excited so, was when the Dolphins hadn't won a game. Yeah, really. I've, I've Some of our listeners have reached out uh, via text or uh, whatever and asked me if I needed a hug after last week's show. So, <laughs> but Yeah, we're sitting here, uh, sitting here on the heels of the Super Bowl. I don't even know. What Super Bowl was it? I never even... 50, 50, 60, 55, 56? 56. 56. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, uh, you know, it, I don't know if it lived up to the hype. I mean, it ended up being a good game and we're going to get into it fully here, uh, later in the show. But I mean, in general, you know, I, I was okay with the NFL season. Um, it's, it kept us entertained. It definitely went longer. Obviously we had an extra week. Um, and there were, I don't know good things and bad things and you know fantasy ruins it and certain other things so i don't know i mean what was what is before we get into the super bowl itself what is your biggest gripe tm is it the refs is it the lack of integrity that people are throwing games and being paid off (laughs) It might be a little of that. I don't think we're going to spend any time on uh, that this week. But no, it was a good, listen, it, it was a good season. I've mentioned already in the past few weeks, I mean, like I had a horrible fantasy year and that absolutely played into just my disgust. But I, no, it's, you know, I just feel like there were a lot of, you know, it's just lackluster performances. Guys who are expected to perform, I think, let us down. And... I 
would just, you know, just the fact that this weekend we have a Super Bowl where in this day and age there was no Tom Brady, no Aaron Rodgers, no Patriots, which is fine. I mean, they weren't really expected to be there this year, but no Patrick Mahomes, no Josh Allen. I mean, Stafford is fine. Burrow's a second-year player. It was a nice story, both guys, right? But I feel that the game lacked the big stars. Don't get me wrong. Jamar Chase is a budding star. Beckham is a is like kind of reborn going Top to five. L.A. Top five. You know, Top five, right? <laughs> now, couldn't finish the game, so he's never going to be top five. He gets too oh, injured. Uh, oh, too soon. Too you know, soon. Cup, 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 had a, <laughs> cup had a great year. You know, Aaron Donald's there. Whatever. I just I th- I felt like there was a little something missing in terms of the actual game. And we discussed it last week. The lead up to the game was quite, I mean, and to use a term used last week, lackluster. It was just like there wasn't too much excitement or storyline going into it. And I think that's because of the egg the Chiefs laid the week before and, you know, the, the, the Bills getting knocked out by the Chiefs in that ridiculous game and Brady losing to the Rams and the Packers laying an egg. And I don't know. I just, I mean, there could have been right. a much bigger Super Bowl here than there actually turned out to be. But I'm with you. It was fine. And I enjoyed the game. Yeah. And well, we talked about it yeah. too last week. We talked about how it was the highest combined like seeding you know since the Packers as a wild card got there so it was a three and a Mm -hmm. four seed so I think you're right in the sense that people were expecting all these other teams you know there were seven teams better than these teams or five I guess five teams better than these two teams in the regular season and you know we could sit here and argue all day long about the Titans but I think the expectations were something different and uh, I agree with like the Matt Stafford story is a nice story, but he doesn't move the needle. He's just not that type of guy. And I think, you know, I think we talked about this last week too. He just, even after winning the game, it's very almost ho-hum, right? Just kind of like, yeah, okay. And Burrow just isn't, He's just not there yet. You know, people are just getting to know him. And, you know, he's a, he's a cocky, arrogant kid. And uh, it just doesn't translate to storylines that we're used to seeing. Now, next year, you know, you get Burrow in there and competing again now with the Mahomes and the, and the Josh Allens and the Bills. Then it becomes a bigger story. But for now, it was just a nice kind of Cinderella story, which I think in years to come will We'll make it we'll make it awesome. Hopefully. Hopefully for him, um, just remember the, uh, a uh, decent quarterback who played the game at one time named Dan Marino was there in his first year and never went back. Was that his first so, year that he was there? And then he I, I think it was, it, it was certainly his first year as a starter. He took over early in that season. Whether it was his actual first year, um, you know, don't quote me on that, but – it was hit when he took over early in that season. Then they went to the Super Bowl and he, they lost. So he never got back. Um, yeah, you well, just never know in this league. You yeah. really don't. I mean, look, just and 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 the Bengals getting there this year are a prime example of how 
I mean, anything can really happen in a given season. And, you know, yeah, anyone could scream and say, oh, the Bills should have been there. Well, guess what? You know, you got to go back to those early weeks when you lose to the Jaguars 9-6 to or you lose to Pittsburgh week one at home. Those losses, they are going to bite you. And that you could have had a home game. You could have had two home games, Chiefs. And if you would have won that, you would have been playing Cincinnati. There's no way Cincinnati goes to Buffalo and beats them. I still don't know how Tennessee lost that game. Oh, wait, I do remember Ryan Tannehill. But that being said, you know, you just never know. You know, you just, you never know. Are the Bengals going to draft two offensive linemen, sign two offensive linemen, and all of a sudden be, you know, top three team in the AFC? I mean, that's what they should do. They also got to replace Eli Apple. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, that was a meme before it was a meme. You know, I mean. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, that's been a meme. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all turns out. We'll talk about the Super Bowl a little bit today, uh, kind of the ramifications and thoughts on uh, kind of everything that transpired during the game. Um, we were talking a little bit pre-show, TM. We are sitting here now not really knowing what to do because baseball decides that it's not going to do what it's supposed to do. So what are we going to do the next two months? <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, thankfully, we'll have um, college basketball next month. Always the bridge, right, yes. between the NFL yes. and MLB for guys like us who can kind of check in on the NBA. But for no, I mean, I can't do it for extended periods of time. <clears throat> Excuse me. The the Rangers, and you know, the hockey Rangers are really good this year, and I can't. I'm not a really Ranger fan, can't seem to really get into that. But I will say if the Rangers are in the postseason, that will be something that will be watched in this house just because Kerry's always been a fan and the playoff hockey is amazing. So, but the, you know, Agreed. NBA, yeah, NBA is too long, too many days off when you're actually following a team. Let's just get to it. Uh, playoffs again. So, yeah, we're definitely in a down couple weeks here, but. We will survive. Yeah, there maybe are it gives of us documentaries. Some, yeah, some time for uh, some commentaries and uh, a couple of weeks yes. off. All that good stuff. Um, I got to get back in the lab. We're going to need a 2022 sa- an intro sounder. Got to get you a baseball sounder. No all more, types of stuff. No more COVID. We got to get a. Uh, what was the other sounder? I was saying. I I don't know. Let's think about it. There was something else that I was gonna suggest that we do but we'll get there we will get there um so tm now super bowl new maybe not new but okay so for for the super bowl for the last couple years um been kind of covid covid ridden this year maybe a little less uh worried about that stuff so what i'm getting to is did you guys just watch the Super Bowl at your house? Did you guys did you guys meet up with your family? What did you guys do? Um, yeah, we we just stayed at home. I mean, the usual suspects that we normally get together with had made other plans. My father went down to South Carolina to play golf, um, and my one brother went to Atlantic City. So we just kind of sat. We were like, all right, well, we're just going to stay home, get, you know, eat food, get fat and watch the game. Then my mother came over, hung out with my son. And that was it. Yeah. So very low key from, you know, the party standpoint, drank several beers, didn't feel anything. So went to the Jameson and (laughs) felt felt struggled to remember Uh, the end of the game. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I, I've spoke to you, you know, for a few weeks now. I said, I'm not betting on the game. Um, you know, box, Super Bowl box pools aside, I'm not gambling. I'm not wagering on the spread, which is a good thing I didn't because all day Super Bowl Sunday. And, and can we get this game started a little earlier? I mean, I don't sleep till noon anymore. This was Sunday was <laughs> agonizing for me. I'm just like... I'm just looking at my phone, trying to like get updates on anything. Looking, I've looked at every prop by four o'clock ten thousand times, and my wife is like, "Pay some attention to your son." And I'm like, "I'm all dadded out." I'm like, "I need this game to friggin' start," you know. Well, the, so I, I turned on the TV and like went to the guide or whatever, and it's like the Super Bowl preview on NBC noon! started at noon. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't put that on though. It's way too early. No. <laughs> but uh, I put on some waste management. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So it just, but it just wasn't doing it for me. Like I needed to get to the game. So I did not wager. But all day Sunday, in my gut was telling me Rams are going to blow them out. Rams are going to blow them out. Thank God I stuck to my guns. Only thing we did was I said to Carrie, I said, "Let's bet the coin toss." Heads or tails? And she said, heads. She's like, Josh called tails and lost in OT. I'm taking heads. I said, let's do it. So we hit that. And then the other prop we hit was, would the first kickoff be a touchback? So we get two bets hit in the first two seconds of the game. Like the clock didn't even tick a second yet. I'm like, all right, I played this correctly. Now let's hit a box. You know, like that was it for the betting. Good. Good. Um, Yeah, Yeah, that's. We did nothing but box uh, squares, and we had my brother's family over, and kids are the worst, so don't have... Yeah, like, it's such a distraction. Oh, my, it's like the worst. You know, and my son's yeah. pretty good, like, into sports, but he doesn't really sit down and, like, watch stuff, you know, beginning to end. I just needed to... I was telling my brother the best Super Bowl ever was the 28-3... to Patriots Falcons game because we were at a party. I think my son was, you know, I don't know, three. So we had to bail. We left at eight o'clock, got home. He went to bed. And then my wife and I just sat down and watched the entire game, no distractions. And I'm like, I don't know if that just makes me old or what, but like I'm to that point where I just want to sit and watch the game, watch a few commercials, skip a few commercials, drink what I want. You know, get a little too tipsy and then just pass out after the game is over. And That's it. we kind of got that, but it was a little bit distracting. We were essentially throwing the kids out, you know, like, get in the basement. And then they'd <laughs> down, be down there for five minutes. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's true, though. I agree. I mean, I wanted to sit and just take it all in. I wanted to, I didn't want to miss any part of the game, you know. It just and with the social media and stuff that comes after the game, during the game, and the next day and every day following, yeah, I just want to know what it all means and just take it in. And I think because of that approach that we both kind of wanted to have to the game, I think I got a little bit more of it than you did, at least early on. I think it to me, it was the game is. I don't want to say it's a downer. I don't want to be all super negative, but it was just a a pretty good NFL game between two teams 
that I do not in any way, and you guys, and anybody can call up and yell at me and argue with me this. I'll argue with you all day. They were not, they weren't close to the two best teams this season. I think that's what the point I'm trying to make is where were the, where were the best teams? They weren't there. Yeah, no, you're, you're a hundred percent right. You know, when you had some star power, but not enough, you know, yeah, not enough. Uh, and can, and I'm going to point out, I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to make this point now, and then we will obviously get more in depth in this later, but it in, in this fashion was the perfect game to sum up the 2021 season, because what happened? Pretty good game back and forth. Oh, Both teams struggling in the, in the second half to get anything done. And then with two minutes to go. The third team shows up. I, I was going to text were, you like, sleeping, I was going to, I was going to, huh? I said they were, sleeping. they were asleep for, <laughs> they were asleep for 58 minutes. I was going to text you and be like, this is every Sunday night football game that was close this season. Here we go. It's what we talked about every Monday and it's happening again. We were sitting there. My mom, uh, the one penalty happens and my mother says, Something about, uh, uh, like, just, the, you know, what happened. She was just asking because she wasn't paying too much attention. And I explained to her, I go, watch, here comes another one. Next play, flag. And I go, I wouldn't doubt if there's another one on this play. Flag. I'm like, <sighs> my wife's looking at me like, you watch too much football. Like, I, you could just <laughs> call it. You could just call it. All so, right. Save we'll, that. We'll get into that. Save we'll that. that. Yeah, let's. <laughs> sorry, that'll, be, that'll be as, all we, my notes. as we go. No, no, you're, you're okay. Um, it's all in my notes. Oh, the By only the way, other cheers, cheers, uh, air cheers with your hop slam to mine. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. yes. Very good. Very good. I, I went hop slam, not bourbon oh. tonight. Maybe a late night bourbon. We'll see. <laughs> Depends on how well this hop slam goes down. Um, yes. But, okay. So before we get into the official game TM, the other big thing, and we don't have to talk on it long, but was the anticipation of the halftime show. What were your thoughts on it? Were you, and we never really talked about it much. Maybe we did a little bit, um, you know, talked about it last week with the guys we did. I was, you know, I was excited to see what they were going to do. Um, we think, you know, like we discussed, you know, I didn't really care for or care about Mary J. Blige, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, you know, take him or leave him. But the other three were kind of what I was excited for. Yes. As much as I've, I guess, been anticipating or excited about a halftime show in some time, um, what was your initial reaction? Oh, well, I mean, Snoop and Dre opening it up was, it was phenomenal. Best, and right? I loved the, yeah, I love the stage that they're working with and the way that it's always cool to see how the performances utilize like the field space, because everybody, yep. they've always got people down there, whether it's just fans rocking out, like it's a concert or, you know, the dancers or whatever they do, right? With all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty cool what they had going on with that. I love the cars, uh, like the vintage cars on the set. Yep. yep. And uh, it, it was awesome. It, I really was into it. And then 50 comes out. And I'm the whole time talking to my mother. I'm like, I don't think he was supposed to. I don't think he was on the list. I'm like, this is pretty wild. I can't believe he's there. 
Then Blige comes out, and that's why I think I texted in our group. I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> it's just so long. And then, yeah. and like, took you out of it, right? You go from, yeah. like you said, the opening with Snoop and Dre was awesome. They sounded great, you know, whether it's pre recorded, whatever. Sounded great, really hype. You know, my wife and sister-in-law, like, you know, 40-year-old mothers are dancing like, you know, they're back in high school. <laughs> and then, nice. and Fiddy comes out and it was like, cool. Like, it was like a surprise. It was somebody that I'd never, you know, thought of. He looked a little swollen, uh, you know, still working out. But <laughs> had, the guy alone. Hey, yeah, it's, it's fine. He looks better than me. All right. So, <laughs> um. But the fact that he was just hanging upside down, like, I didn't know what to think. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, but anyway, cool enough. Somebody, like, different, kind of like a, uh, I want to say almost like a tweener, like, between the NW, like the Snoop Dogg and the NWA. I, mean, I guess he kind of was on, kind of with Eminem's kind of timeline, really. Um, but he did his thing. And then you're absolutely right. We talked about it, like, Mary J. Blige went on for like six minutes and it just yeah. like killed the whole thing. And I understand. One she's of got the songs some... was slow. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And and we talked about it I mean, before. Like she didn't really fit, you know, like I, I don't know. Well, just LA artists. Right. I mean, that that's what they were yeah. trying to spotlight. So that's, I, I get that. And then with Kendrick Lamar, Chad D calm down right now. I know you're about to get all upset with me, but I've heard plenty of people that are much more in the know about the rap hip hop scene than I am. And they even have said that it was kind of questionable as to why he was a part of this lineup. Um, I'm sure he's from LA, so that's something. But his music, I mean, Chad was sending me all week a couple different tracks, like saying, you got to check this guy out. And I'm a musician, people. So it's not like I don't know what I'm talking about a little bit. His shit all sounds exactly the same to me. Now, I will say, on the rewatch, because Carrie was actually putting the kid to bed during the halftime, so she didn't watch halftime till after the Super Bowl. On the rewatch, the military-style like choreography that was going on with him, his first track of the performance, was pretty badass, I will say. On a rewatch, I was like, you know, this is... This yeah, is some pretty cool yeah. stuff. It's better to see on TV than, you know, if you're at the, the at the stadium, it might kind of be like, what are they doing? But it was cool. That was that was cool enough. And then Eminem, and which I think, was you know, awesome. I hear people shitting on him. Dude, any, any meme you read on the internet that says that that band wasn't performing live, they're wrong. That was live. And that band was incredible. That was the highlight for me of the whole performance. That band crushed it. And then Dre on keys, so awesome. And then back into one more Snoop. And you're just kind of sitting there going like, why wasn't it just Dre and Snoop the whole time? The whole time, yep. And like, let Eminem be like the guy that has like an interlude, like coming in there, you know? But yeah, it just, yeah. and because by the time Eminem came out, and maybe, I mean, maybe it helped with his appearance but i was just i was almost checked out at that point but or or i was like yeah. give me give me dre and snoop again you know um but all in all i thought it was very good um one of the first ones that i've actually like made it a point to sit down and watch typically like if i'm at a party or something you know i'm i'm doing other things and it's on in the background and i don't really care um right 
But this one was at least, you know, had me sitting down. We cranked it up. Actually, all the kids, like, sat down and watched it. I'm like, all right, kids. Well, never ask to listen to any of their music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for another five You know, it's funny. And the... The internet response, I mean, listen, older people didn't like it. My, you know, I mean, oh, my, well, my dad asked me, I saw my dad today because he's back from his trip. And he said, I'm curious what your thought was of the halftime show. And I said, well, dad, I actually liked it. And he goes, okay. He goes, that makes sense. I should have texted you during the game because all the old guys I were with didn't know what the heck was going on. And all their kids were texting him saying they were loving it. And I said, yeah, I mean, it, it was an age appropriate thing for sure. But right. is it the best halftime show of all time? Absolutely not. I mean, and not to say that it isn't one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah. But and I'll and I don't remember them all, so I'm not going to sit here and try to rank them with you. But I will tell you one that stands out, and people might be surprised to hear me say this. But I thought Bruno Mars absolutely crushed his. Didn't he do it set. twice, or was it? I can't remember. I'm thinking. 50 times but yeah i mean i do remember that one because you know he is a performer he's kind of you know yeah. got that funk you it's know. so many hits at the time right yep. like yep, it's absolutely. just like every song after song i'm just like this is great this is great and then he jumped on the, the kit and played the drums and you I, at the time i didn't know he did that and i'm like dude this guy's crushing this performance so you know i think it's a tough spot 12 minutes um yeah, and with the audio, I mean, a lot of people – are you reading like everybody's ragging on Eminem that he was was caught lip-syncing? I thought sorry. 50 Cent got caught lip-syncing, but you don't – you can't the – whole, the whole Super Bowl was on like a half-second delay audio-wise to begin with. We noticed it in the pregame, and it never fixed. Yeah, I've noticed that. It what never was, fixed. Was it on NBC? I can't remember what channel it was on. NBC yeah. is – I noticed that like the – think it's cbs or one of the other channels is always on delay every time i watch them but yeah i mean it's i don't know if that's conversion and hd conversion all that bullshit now it's like they can't get shit synced up um yeah but i don't have an issue like listen the circumstance at which you are performing at the super bowl with 60 to eighty thousand fans in a rushed 12 minute set, you know, with five minutes on either side to get that thing. I don't care if they lip sync as long as it's like a pre-recorded performance. Cause that's a lot of times what they do is that they will, they'll pre-record it when nobody's in the stadium and then they'll lip sync to it. I don't really care for my money. I want it to sound good. If it sound, if it sucks and it doesn't sound good, then what's the point? You know, yeah. unless you get your ass up there shaking it like Shakira or something, like, like, who cares? We all yeah, know like that Eminem can rap, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, from the artist's perspective, though, I mean, that gig, if you will, is like something you're never going to do it again. Not many people have done it. It's probably the most eyes on you at one time ever, and it's just million, like, yeah, yeah. So these, so these artists are probably just like let's just go out there and have a good time. You know, maybe they, maybe there's some technical aspects of having a stage in the middle of a football field that you rolled out there five seconds before you have to start singing where you might have to cut some audio clips in there and stuff. Fine. I'm with you, whatever, you know, the show must go on. It is a, it's a performance. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, I, I can't, I'll, I'll say this. 
nobody was having more fun than Snoop and Dre. I mean, they had smiles on their face the entire time. Did you see the, the uh, Did you see the clip of Snoop smoking yes. a J like like oh, crouching yeah. oh, but, yeah. like while he's like, waiting? I'm like, of course, of course, can't go that twelve minutes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, overall, very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. cool. Yes, the like I said, the first time I've sat down and watched and yeah there's been better performances and i yeah like you said i can't name them all but well, there's been bands i've liked more you know like yeah, i loved when Spain did it but yeah. i'm a fan you know so right. it's like my son yeah, was asking other, me like other people were like that was the dumbest thing ever and i'm like shut up right <laughs> you're not from right. jersey leave it alone <laughs> all right well on to football so that was you know i wanted to hit that because i'm sure chad d will yell at us because we didn't talk about it whatever all right let's um let's let's take a uh let's take a half second interlude. can i just tell you what hold on. oh yeah, yeah. The nfl season for the lombardi trophy nfl season anyone but brady the nfl season belichick suck my balls the nfl the uh there's some reports coming out now that the nfl's now um investigating the dolphins and steven ross after flores's allegations of uh being asked to tank for money and they're saying that it's a you know it a lot of people think it's gonna you know, be found to be true and that he's going to be forced to sell the team. Oof. Let's fucking go, baby. Oh, that is a rough. Let's that is, go, that is man. A rough, rough, uh, like thing to have to, to do, right? One of 32 owners and your dumbass gets caught telling your coach to, to lose on purpose. And then you got to sell this unbelievable, just money maker. Yeah, but he they don't do good by this team down in South Florida and stuff, man. I mean, give me a break. It's a destination game every home game. There's 50% at least of of visitors fans in the building. I mean, it's it's honestly it's a disgrace from that perspective. So, get this guy out, dude. I mean, I've already blessed with the Wilpons out with in Queens. Let's keep it going. Get rid of Steven Ross. I want the second half of my life or, you know, the third <laughs> the the <laughs> third third of my life. I don't there know how long go. I'm going to be around, but you know, give me some victory. Give me some championships. Let me, you know, let me enjoy some of this. Did they say get this guy out of here? Let Brady buy the team. Let the Mannings buy the team. You know, come on, let's go, baby. Did they mention anything so about uh, about the Browns? Hugh Jackson? No, I did. I only read a couple. I mean, we're on air here, so I didn't want to read too far into it. Oh, but no, I'm sure fine. Huge Jackson coming out and, you know what, I just flo- I read yeah. more. I read more of it than I thought. There's no mention of Hugh Jackson in this specific uh, article. But right. no. there'll be a lot more. I'm excited. My buddy's sending me all this stuff right now. He's like, your, your wish is going to come true. <laughs> My God, please. That'll take, that'll take, I mean, look at the, the fucking Redskins, right? I mean, how long did it take them to continue? And they're still like doing investigations on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, the sexual harassment or whatever, you know, place workplace, uh, um, you know, whatever. 
negative yeah, work, which you mean the, the sexual harassment and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, maybe, yeah, maybe in a couple of years, TM, you'll get your wish. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. That's what, yeah, but it worries me. Like, I don't want to know that the NFL is investigating it because I don't trust the NFL because they all support each other, the owners. Right, I need well, that's, someone else to be looking into that. <laughs> that's exactly it, right? Is that the NFL is like, oh, yeah, this happened. And then Brian Flores is like, yeah, I told you. What else do you think is true? You know? <laughs> Ooh, that was a sick move right there. We're watching Men's Olympic skiing, maybe. everybody. That's right. Men's downhill. It's better than the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we talked about the lead up to the game. We talked about halftime of the game. Let's get into. Oh, wait. One other thing. Wait. One other thing before. uh, uh, With regards to the lead up of the game. Okay. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. What is going on there? (laughs) Like Uh, why? Why is the Rock? Introducing both teams like he is, you know, the ring announcer at a heavyweight match. I mean, the both teams were on the field waiting uh, yeah. to kick off. I literally screamed. No one else in my family was even in the room at this point. And I was like, let's fucking go already. Like, I've been waiting all day for this. Now I got to sit through the rock. I couldn't believe it, honestly. I just don't see where that makes sense. What's the point there? So they were talking a little bit a little bit about it on the radio today. There's some speculation so The Rock bought the XFL, right? Did you I think we talked about this or this was news back in like August. And there is speculation or or just thoughts that the NFL may try to use the XFL as almost a G League type mm-hmm. league, huh. where and and whether they're not they're whether or not they'll be affiliated officially, that's the big question. Because why would the Rock, who is now part owner of the XFL, be out there doing exactly what he should be doing for his own league for the Super Bowl? Huh. Okay. All right. Well, that puts a little bit of. Uh... At least uh, you know, detail behind it, because I mean, you know, he I was I follow his um his Instagram, and I'm like, what is he doing there? He's like he's like jumping around the 50 yard line at two in the afternoon with a microphone, and I'm like, wait a minute, what what is going on? Right, and it it was weird the way that it started too, because he kind of like introduced the Rams like as one side. I'm like, wait, is he just gonna call out the Rams? Is this like an L.A. thing? And then he obviously went and did the the Bengals part of it, but. I thought it was very, very strange. It was almost like a gentleman start your engines type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, this corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what? and that's my. Oh, and that my, was a clean drop. <laughs> <laughs> my brother said something that, that like Michael Buffer, and I, I never even looked at this, but does Michael Buffer introduce the Rams before their games in LA? I don't know. This is, I, I bring it up and I have no idea if my brother's talking if he's right and i don't know but if he's right then it makes even less sense well i get you know if they were the home team they maybe they would have let him do it but i guess maybe because he wasn't i mean a lot of celebrities at the game um definitely an la vibe i had one of my accounts say to me today in his argument he sounds like me saying that it's fixed 
And he's like, oh, of course all, all those penalties were called at the end of the game to help the Rams. L.A. needed the Rams to win that game. L.A. wants the that new stadium, SoFi Stadium, to be like um, wherever that. What I can't think of the name where they play for the Lakers. But he's like, they they need the Rams Staples to be Center? like the Lakers. Well, Sta- Staples yeah, Center? Staples Center. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, that's what it is. You know, you got to be, uh, got to be like like uh, the Lakers. It's L.A. It's uh, all the famous people. I'm like, all right. I'm like, that's kind of a reach, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean. The like the rock being there, I mean, certainly one of the bigger stars and you know, most recognizable stars in Hollywood today, for sure. All age groups, you know. So all right, it's LA, right? Just let it go. It's kind of like if Mickey Mouse did the same thing and the game was played in Orlando, right? I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. but I see what you're saying. The NFL tie makes makes a little bit more sense. I think that's I so here I just found, like, this is – and I'm sure I'm getting an ad. This is on YouTube, but um, it says Michael Buffer introducing NFC Championship game. So he must do this. Championship game here is Michael Buffer. This is the moment we've all been waiting for, the NFL-NFC Championship game for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. And millions. Let's get ready to rumble. So that is, apparently he does that a lot at their games. So he is the best. Uh, but yeah, but my brother, so what my brother was saying is like, if you're Michael Buffer, aren't you pissed? Like they're like, well, screw you old man. We're getting the rock to do this. Right. So, right. uh, but I guess that they were technically the road team. So, yeah, it uh, I mean, it seemed to fit, but it was weird. You're absolutely right. It was weird that both the both teams were just sitting out there waiting for him to do this five minute intro of both teams. Yeah, it's like we go through all other pregame routines. Now we run right out on the field and we're ready to kick off. But wait, everybody's got to wait three to five more minutes. Here comes Dwayne Johnson. Right. It's like, wait, what? what Seems going like on? Every, everything in this game was three to five more minutes for this, three to five more minutes for that. Did you see yeah, in, the- no, in my notes, I just, I just opened them up now for the game. My first note is Dwayne Johnson, really? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the kickoff and opening the game, is it weird that Stafford, I don't know if you guys noticed, is the only one out there for the Rams? It was really weird. Uh, yes, for the for the coin toss, the coin right? Toss. Is that what I said? I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I did notice that. Can't win the it MVP, is, of course. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, another thing pregame that I thought was fantastic. Um, if hopefully you were able to um, take this in, and if you weren't, I would recommend finding it on YouTube. Uh, the the you know like the pre recorded intro to the super bowl with Halle Berry. Oh yeah. Where it was, yep, it was, I did see that. It was, oh my God. I mean, we're, we're, we're based, this show is on a movie network, uh podcast network, right? Yeah. How, I right. mean, I think if Pete MC would have got to see that, it would have been the best super bowl moment of his life. I mean, that was so cool. We got so many cuts of classic films that we love and just a great job you know, putting the Super Bowl in perspective with, with uh, like Hollywood. I absolutely loved it. Well, absolutely it, loved it. It took me like two minutes to figure out what the hell they were doing. First, I didn't even know if I was watching a commercial, 
right? And even somebody in my group, once I just picked it up myself, somebody um, in our in our group was like, wait, is this like part of the Super Bowl? It's like, yeah, this is like the intro that they do for, you know, whatever city or um, particular venue they're at. Um, but yeah, yeah. Why are we... Why is it? Why why are we looking at Holly Berry? By the way, I mean, is she somebody still? Like, couldn't you get somebody like The Rock? I understand, probably the biggest action star there is in Hollywood right now. But Holly sure. Berry, like, what what has she done? I mean, that is well, she's an Oscar winner from like thirty years ago. The last thing I remember her doing was her showing her Hooters in on Swordfish. So- <laughs> So who? All right. So give me your first person that comes, first female that comes to your mind that would have been better. Oh boy! Now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, I, I mean, because I, I mean, maybe Jennifer Lawrence, maybe. But I mean, she. I mean, I would say she's bigger, but she's still out of the limelight. What about like, uh, what's her name? Um, the the. Too much hob slam. Uh, the girl who plays Harley Quinn. Um, the fuck, Margot Robbie. What about uh, oh, Margot Robbie? No, not for the Super Bowl. Whatever. Uh, you want, you want an old bag? You want an old bag to introduce? No. The well, I mean, I don't know. It could have been if you want. I mean, what about like somebody like Susan Sarandon or uh, talk about an old bag? That? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed I it. Know. I thought she did a great job. And she looked young as hell, too, because with, I, I think she was wearing a wig. But I, I said to Carrie, I go, is that really Holly Berry? She goes, yeah. I'm like, my God, she looks like she hasn't aged in 20 years. Yeah, well, somebody had asked me, like, why is it her? And I, I she's got some movie that's coming out right now. Um, but anyway, it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I, need, I should go back and watch it because I think the first half of it, I didn't really understand what was happening and probably wasn't paying attention close enough to it. Uh, but, yeah, I once I got into it, I enjoyed it for sure. Cool. All right, on to football. That's football, all the yeah, That's football. the pregame notes. I'm sorry, I'm done. Pre-game notes. <laughs> pre-game notes. Okay. All right. Uh... <laughs> So going into the game, we talked about it last week. We all picked the Rams last week, thought it was going to be um, their game to lose, you know, um, something where uh, the, the Bengals weren't going to be able to keep up, right? I mean, that's kind of what we all said. The defensive line of the Beng- or of the, the Rams was going to kind of do their best to keep the Bengals out of it. And I don't know, the first, you know, first quarter, first couple drives, I mean – did the did either team do much of anything? Did we go three and out? I mean, I have it right here. Five plays of the Rams, four plays Cincinnati. Uh, but the problem, okay, but stop right there because yeah. the 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 Bengals go for fourth and one at midfield, their mm. first possession. Um, That's right. And then at least you know they don't get it, and the Rams turn around and have a fifty yard drive, score a touchdown. So I admire the. Um, aggressiveness by the coach, but at the same time, I you're not playing the Chiefs, right? I don't I don't know if you need to be doing that there. I think you need to, you know, they went, they punted, you punt. Like, 
right. set him back play and, and let's play right. let's play football. I, I I I like the aggressiveness. Like I said, I, I think he ends up being less aggressive at a different point, um, which I think hurt them. I, this game was the Bengals to win for the majority of it. I mean, I think there are a lot of spots here. I mean, the Beckham injury was debilitated the Rams offense. hundred percent. Crazy enough to say that, but my God. Um, So that being said, and they were stopping the run. um, They got the turnover they needed. They got that big touchdown on the no call. So everything was there, but I feel this decision in the beginning of the game is a mistake. Take this seven points away that early from the Rams. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't like, do much of anything. They really were. They weren't doing much of anything the whole game. Then you know, it's 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 incredible. Well, really. What's, what's but, funny yeah. is I was just I was I'm looking at the drives and the fir- this first drive mirrors the last drive. So first down, short pass five or for eight yards. Mixon then runs up the middle for a yard. It's third and one. They hand off to Perrine, no, no gain, and then they go in fourth and one, and they go shotgun and throw a pass on fourth and one, and it's incomplete, which is exactly what happened at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, why are you – and I understand, like, you want to put the ball in your best player's hands, but it's one fucking yard. I mean, you've gotten here for a reason – Run the ball. And I understand that the middle of that D-line or that D-line in general for the Rams is something to to you, know, you don't want to mess with. Then do something else. Like figure out a way to run off tackle, run a, run, run a sweep, do something. But you can't. Yeah, you get can't, the fucking yard. Yeah, Stop you got to get a it. yard. You're going for it for a reason. You're going to throw it. Like I just now that's not that's not the only play, and it's also not the only fourth down play in the game where Joe Mixon was not a factor. Because the last play of the game, who is Joe Burrow falling forward and throwing the ball to? Sajay P. Ryan. Yeah. Again. Why is Joe? It's you need one yard at the very end of your season in the Super Bowl. Why is Joe Mixon not on the field? It's and you're not even. And you're not even like pretending that you're going to try to run it for the yard, right? Like, cause you, cause you take Mixon out of the game and then just to fast forward all the way to the end of the game, you have a third down back in there who doesn't dive for the ball. Like what is happening at the end of the game? The ball hits it's... him in the feet. Like you understand that that's the end of the Super Bowl, right? Sam, <laughs> for real. I mean, listen, Aaron, you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot. I mean, we're we're obviously jumping to the end of the game here, but I do <laughs> right. think that's where a lot of the discussion does belong. Now, there's there's a lot of memes and a lot of clips and a lot of bull nonsense on fucking social media. Oh my god, look at how open Jamar Chase was because Jalen Ramsey fell down. Okay, listen, where is the credit? For the Rams D. Where is the credit for Aaron Donald, who wrecked them the entire fourth quarter? And a guy who probably should have been at least co-MVP. I mean, yeah. when they needed him to blow through that line, and he did it the same, he did it against the Niners as well. Like, 
okay, you know, you're kind of wondering watching the game, like, wow, the Bengals are really getting, you know, they're, they're, they're moving the ball. They're getting stuff done. The O-line is not getting destroyed like we all expected. But when the guy needed to come up big, he was there. And that's who that man is. And I don't want to hear it anymore. Oh, my God, if Joe Burrow only had one more second. No, that's not the way you look at this, in my opinion. The way you look at this is, well, I guess he could have had a touchdown if the O-line could block, but there's this guy on the side called Aaron Donald. And well, it's a Rams defense that is their strength. And give me a friggin' break with this talk already. Like, I'm so friggin' tired of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like, also the fact that Burrow couldn't fucking move, you know? His knee was busted. Yeah. Like he had no. I'm just saying he had no mobility. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Donald, but like they expect him to like find Jamar Chase running down the sidelines when a he had one second, like you're saying, with Aaron Donald cr- crashing down on him. But he had no mobility either at that point. Yeah, so, you're right. And right. I, it's it's the final play of the Super Bowl. Like it's all right. So it's just the final play of the game. I mean, I think we can just go back. To several different instances here. Now, the, now I was saying I didn't like. I mean, I like the aggressiveness. I didn't like them going for the fourth down on the first drive. They score the seventy-five yard touchdown on the no call. They immediately intercept Stafford on the next play on that drive. That is where you need to put the ball in the end zone again, okay? Because then you don't go up ten, you go up fourteen, and. That is how you win a football game because what they did was they kicked the they kicked the field goal there. That's fine. You're up ten, and they didn't do anything offensively for the remainder of the game. They scored those ten points in the first five minutes, probably less of the second half. So their offense disappeared after that. So I don't want. To, that's another reason I don't want to hear all this fucking shit about what could have happened on that final drive. They could have won this game going away because they also held the Rams to only three points until the final drive of the game. But this, that, in my opinion, the Bengals did not win this game because they could not get any other points on the board prior. I mean, like after those ten points, because you risked going into the last two minutes of the game on defense in the NFL with less than a touchdown lead. And what happens when you do that? The yeah. third team becomes a factor. And that's what happened. The referees that were complete. I mean, there was the, like the first penalty of the game was a delay a game by Stafford. By the way, here's Collinsworth's. Well, Jack privied us to the one comment he had where he said, he said, you're better off running the ball at Aaron Donald or something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the like other you. comment. Jack sent that text. I was cracking up because I had just heard it. No, but Collinsworth's most amazing moment of the game was when, uh, oh shit, I totally just lost my train of thought and it was amazing. Oh, so that delay a game. So, and this was early in the game too, but they get the play comes in late. And Stafford's clearly audibling with, like, he just did not have enough time to do it. Guys are running, uh, like, when the ball was snapped, I'm like, oh, that's got to be an illegal shift or something. It was, a, it was actually right, a delayed game. Was, yeah. And Collinsworth says, yeah, Collinsworth says, well, in that situation, McVeigh had to wait as long as he possibly could to send the play in. What? Why? <laughs> what, what NFL situation ever calls for the coach to wait? To call a play in. I mean, I think I blocked them out for the rest of the game after that. I heard that comment and I was just like, all right, I'm done with these two. But like that was the only penalty for a very long time. And then 
But this is what I'm saying. Two minute warning. We come back and then the laundry just starts flying. And it just it sums up our year. It sums up all the game, all the big games, the big 425 kickoffs, the big Sunday night games. Every week we had to talk about the officiating and we're going to talk about it right now. Okay, so the no call on the face mask. This is my question to you, PJ. Yeah. Isn't weren't we supposed to be at a point with this league where like a call like that, right? Especially after the no call on the Rams against the Saints three, four years ago, whatever it was, which cost me thirty six hundred dollars. Weren't weren't we supposed to at least have the ability where, say, like a play like this where there's the face mask that they don't call Higgins on Ramsey? Clearly, in live speed, in in you know, in, in the live action, clearly something was weird there, right? Because yeah, they were like, both kind of up for the ball. He underthrew it a little, so it, well, he didn't hit him in stride. So clearly, right. something. Both of them landed funny. It looked glitchy, but they didn't even run the replay till after the extra point. Right. So, isn't aren't we supposed to have the ability for somebody sitting in you know how they call it New York to kind of just like buzz down and come in there? Buzz down and say, hey, you got to throw a late flag on that. Like, I thought that was the whole point here. The problem is. The problem is it's the Super Bowl and everybody was afraid. Yeah. Well, no, they don't do that. There's no there's no review of penalties. Like, remember, and that's my brother brought this up, too. Like, aren't they got rid of the pass interference challenge, the offense, you know, the penalty challenge. But. Right, right. They should have something in there that is so blatant like this where Higgins grasps the face mask, turns his head, and essentially throws Jalen Ramsey to the ground. You're absolutely right. It looked something, you know, and and I didn't know what happened. You know, you think that, you know, maybe that Ramsey got his feet caught up. Something like that happens, but after... You turn and look, and especially on a scoring play, especially on a play like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, there's no, there's no subjective. You know, I, w- I would love to hear like a, a Bengals fan's thought on that play. Somebody trying to argue against it. Oh well, you know, uh, Ramsey got his face in the way. Like, there's no gray area there. It's black or white. It was clearly yeah, it's a missed call. It's clearly a missed call. Yeah. And it was a touchdown. It was what got the game back or got the Bengals back into the game. Because at that point, the Bengals just hadn't really done a whole lot. Um, Like you said, they they kicked, you know, kicked a field goal. They had botched a, you know, fourth and one. And it was a They had to Philly special to score, really. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I I don't know. Now, one more comment here before we spend the rest of our time in the second half. The Rams botched extra point. Yeah, that was beautiful. cost me and a group of uh, family members who buy a thousand dollar box four thousand oh. <laughs> dollars. Now, now I now I'm and and that is like it legitimately cost me that because it would have been four zero on the Bengals ensuing touchdown. And then it ended 4-0 for halftime. So it was 2,000 for a score change and 2,000 for halftime. Now, 3-0 had won on both of the, or 3-3 won, but whatever. So 3-0 won halftime, 3-0 won the final. 
So I could sit here and cry and say that it cost me the final as well, which would have been 64,000 more. Yeah, but that wouldn't have but, but you can't say that, yeah. right? Because There's if it's a four-point lead at halftime, yeah. so the game is just played completely different at that point. Not completely, but you can't look at it that way. So anyway, all right, so blah, blah, blah. So then, so all right, so we get a no call, and then we get them, this is the drive I wanted them to friggin' get aggressive and try to score a touchdown or go for the fourth, right, on that drive. I mean, you can go for the jugular there. I understand it's like, all right, we're going to go up two scores, but it was so early in the third quarter. I guess maybe they just weren't feeling like an underdog at that point, right? Because they were, in a way, toe-to-toe. When they were doing... They were doing things that people didn't think they'd be able to do. They were passing the ball. It was, you know, Burroughs getting the ball out quick. Um, yeah. They weren't really they were running, running it. it. You know, they, they were well, – they, they ran were, they it were better balanced. than the Rams did. Oh, I would yeah. say that. 100%. They were yeah. balanced at least. They, they were they – were, they had the Rams on their heels a bit, not knowing what they were going to do, whereas the Rams couldn't do shit uh, with the ground game. And – as soon as OBJ went down, when did OBJ go down? Was that like midway through the second quarter? Because he obviously scored the first he, touchdown of the game. Yeah, I think it was a little late. Yeah, mid to late second because after he came out of the tent, I was I expected him, and I do believe he went into the locker room early. So right, it was close enough. Out, yeah, yeah. In street clothes at the after the half. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but that was you right. know we were talking about it early. The Rams were without Tyler Higby from the start of the game. You know, yeah. they're already a little bit short, short-staffed, short I guess, if you will, uh, with their wide receiver core. And then they lose OBJ and, like, like who, who, is he, who is Stafford throwing to? I mean – Well, Van Jefferson was a guy that a lot of people were like, oh, this guy, if I <sighs> prop this and prop that, he's going to, you know, he's going to do this, that – he wasn't doing shit. He was dropping passes. And then when Beckham goes out, it was Van Jefferson has to step up. And he didn't. And then that Blanton tight end who had a game, right, against the Niners. He was, he, they just, they smacked. They must have hit him in the mouth early in the game and said, you know, no. Because he couldn't do anything in the game either. Yeah, who were some of the guys that he was throwing the ball to? Well, you had never heard of them before. The the Skoranek kid, that Ben Skoranek, <laughs> right? Who? Yeah. He um, I, I saw him show up now and again in fantasy. You know, like mid, you know, sometime after uh, waiver wire got hurt, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that guy yeah, had two catches yeah. this week. Um, and then he obviously, and here let me let me try to settle an argument. So Stafford's. I think it was his, the second pick, the one, or maybe it was the first one that went off Skoranek's hand. Right? That was number two, because number was one two. was the punt. Basically, that's I didn't, but oh, that one didn't bother the, me. The oh, first the deep one. ball, yeah, yeah, yep. The third and yep, uh, under through, but third and twelve, you're going to punt if you don't complete that anyway. Why not throw it? Yeah, no, that's, and, and that's, Brady does that shit all the time. And that was one of the things that we used to get like upset with Stafford about that he didn't take more shots because that's no, that's no big deal. Yeah. It's a punt. Yeah. You've got to, you have your receiver. It's one-on-one Van Jefferson. That's who was in the end zone when that happened. Didn't yeah, barely yeah. even go for it or even knew the ball was coming. So the second interception, the one that went off Skoranek's hands, 
do you put that on Stafford or do you put that on Skoranek? Uh, I don't know if you remember it or not. Okay, okay, it was a catchable ball, but it was thrown a little ahead of him, right? I mean, yep. like, I, I guess. I guess because he's not a starter, you have to put it on Skoranek, but I don't know. I mean, well, that's a it's my just brother... an unfortunate tip, right? I mean, th- those are those interceptions. Yeah. You're like, fuck. No, you know, my brother's a huge Stafford backer, and I'm just kind of in between. I'm kind of, well, you know, Stafford had his chances here. You know, he made some poor or had some poor games in prime time and, and, and times that we needed him to step up. In that one, he's like, he just is on that page where it's like, it's never Stafford's fault. And I'm like, like Luke, that literally was a yard too far ahead of the guy, and it was an eight-yard pass. Now, a better receiver, does he come down with that? Maybe. But that ball needs to be within two feet of the guy or a foot, you know, in stride, and that doesn't happen. So, and I'm not going to sit here and, no, no, Pick that's fine. Stafford. I mean, I, I, I'm just, you know, you asked me a question and I'm like, I don't really want to put it on this guy right now, but you're right. I mean, he missed him, right? He missed him. Right. And, and it then was it's, a bad, the unfortunate, un- it's the unfortunate bounce exactly. and give, give, give credit to the, the defensive player who was aware. Yeah. And yeah, it, it literally could have gone off his hands and fallen dead on the turf and it wouldn't, you wouldn't think about it, you know, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So they lose OBJ, and then they already aren't able to run the ball. Now they have nobody to throw to, and they're not forcing the ball to Cooper Cup. And I don't know if was it was it a conscious choice by the Rams to not throw it to Cup, or were the Bengals at that time after OBJ goes out, specifically you know putting it more of an effort or, or, uh, you know, more effort on covering or doubling cup that Stafford wasn't even looking his way because clearly at the end of the game, that didn't matter. And I don't know if that's the Rams fault. I don't know if it's Stafford's fault, McVay's fault, whose fault it was, but clearly they needed to be doing that more through the third quarter and most of the fourth. All right, so Philly special, cup touchdown, halftime. I'm texting my buddy and saying to Carrie, I'm like, you know what? This this game, this we might get a little bit of a shootout here in the second half. These offenses are starting to get things going. Um, all right. You know, like I was I was pretty excited. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a really good second half. Second half started out very exciting with the 75-yard touchdown and the interception. So 10 points right out of the gate. There's only three points scored from that moment on until the Rams winning drive. So I think the game just deflated after the field goal from the Bengals. I think the field goal for I'm just gonna confirm it here. So the field goal was in the the field goal for the Bengals was six minutes, six minutes. Field goal was ten minutes, nineteen seconds for the Bengals, and then the Rams kicked with six minutes to go. 2016, and then not another score until the minute 29 yep. in the fourth. Yep. So let's get to this final drive. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. 
first first thing I'm gonna okay I don't think I have to ask you I think we, we're gonna agree here and and most people do although I am going to make a comment on how I don't appreciate the way people are going about discussing it is the is the the op, the defensive holding on linebacker Wilson on cup inside the 20 okay horrible call I mean horrible call. Horrible this guy, <laughs> this linebacker, has no business covering Cooper Cup, and he makes the play of his career, and they friggin' throw a flag. But again, here's my answer to this. Don't put your team in this position. You should have been up 10. You should have been up more. Sorry. You had all that opportunity. How many times you have the ball to fucking score more points? So I, d- I don't want to hear the take that this call – ruined the world for the Bengals and all of these bandwagon fans because everybody who didn't have a dog in this fight except for us I mean I don't know I was rooting for Stafford but everybody I know around here was a Bengals fan so they're reacting like it mattered to them it doesn't matter you're not a Bengals fan oh shut up oh dude it's so funny you say that salty over it right oh my god I'm getting arguments with my friends yeah my wife Okay, love her to death, but was rooting for the Bengals. You would have thought this was a Lions game. I was like, what is happening? I was like, it's the Super Bowl, and we don't care who wins. Like, let's just watch it and enjoy a good game. Like, it came down to the end. And then my son, who doesn't, you know, like I've taught, he just, he doesn't watch, but he, he knows players and, you know, but. Yeah, no, your kid knows what's going on. He was cheering for the Bengals. Like it was Matt Stafford, like was the quarterback for the Bengals, like and the, the, for the Lions, like he was cheering like it was the Lions. And I'm like, you guys, calm down. It's like who cares? It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. People I were so bent out of shape about it. But again, and and the, some of these people I've had this conversation with, guys, I, they're in my fantasy leagues. They watch. Thousands of hours of this every week, like I do. It's like, what are you so? What do you expect? Like, I was not surprised. Of course, there's flags being thrown. There's under two minutes, and I think it was three plays in a row. Because I'm looking right here, third and eight, defensive holding, first and four. Um, the Eli Apple defensive pass interference. It was fucking pass interference. I mean that that call yeah, is that fine. one was yeah that one was perfectly also fine. Here, right. But where was in this in this run of plays? There was the offsetting penalties, which are not listed here in the play by play because you replay the down. But excuse me, I think it was three flags in a row because it was a holding with uh, pass interference. Or no, I think the call on the defense was a 15-yard. I think it was uh, – I don't know what it was, but it was offsetting. So yeah. you had three straight flags. I, I was sitting back in my chair with a smile on my face, and, and I had called every penalty, and I'm just kind of sitting there being like, at least I have watched enough to call this, expect it, and understand what's happening because it is so typical. And it's like – well, how did the two the last two minutes of all these nationally televised games always take forty five fucking minutes? It's because of the zebras. 
Yeah, that's and I have you it. Didn't think they were there? You didn't think they were there the whole game, did you? No, uh-huh. Man, they're there. There they were. There they were. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, penalty on linebacker Wilson, defensive holding. That was third and goal from the eight. First and goal from yes. the four. Uh, penalty Eli on Havenstein, offensive holding for ten yards. Penalty on Bell, unnecessary roughness. This was on the Cooper Cup initial touchdown. Uh, offset penalty. Oh right, it was. So caught. that was right. the second. That was the second of the three penalties. The third of the p- three was Stafford steps yeah. back to pass, passing complete intended for Cup penalty on <clears throat> Eli Apple, defensive pass interference. Let me ask you a question. You've got a unnecessary roughness, fifteen yards. You have a holding, ten I, yards. No, do you have any problem? With, do you have any don't problem with that being? I, okay. Okay. I don't well, know. well, do you have a? Yeah. I no. I don't know. Like, because it usually doesn't matter. I mean, it, the yardage has never mattered. But, but in the, this instance, the, I'm watching the Super Bowl and I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. It's actually not equal penalties. Well, and the thing but, is, is one's a like, one's a like. The thing is, you got to look at it like the play would have never happened had because you know, with the hold without, with the hold, right? So yes, does yes, that yes. mean? That the penalty at the end doesn't. I don't know. I, I I've never. Had well, you know what it does. You know what it does is. It, I think it actually. Now that you're talking it out, it makes sense to me, right? It, it, the way that it worked out because okay, you're right. So the hold negates the touchdown. That's going to happen, right? Regardless. Right. But you the, can't. The mistake let... is the bangle doing unnecessary roughness, which is a personal foul, a really bad penalty. So that negates the Rams losing the down and moving back 10 yards. So, I mean, what a huge, I mean, there's no doubt if they would have moved them back on that hold, they're probably kicking a field goal. Oh yeah. I mean, that's they couldn't do anything because then the next play, well, it wasn't, I mean, they had the the next interference. So this was my least favorite call of the whole game outside, outside of the Bengals on third and fourth down without mixing. Um, Stafford had rolled his ankle, right? He had hurt his ankle. So he wasn't, you know, that was midway through the fourth, whatever it was. But they get first and goal from the one. And I I said to my brother, I said, Stafford sucks at sneaks. He is horrid. Like the worst I've ever seen for a guy that's a bigger quarterback. And sure enough, he gets up there and he can't do shit. (laughs) First and goal from the one. You you understand, though. You have to understand why they do that there. That's... They're trying to run clock. Sure. And they're not giving they're not giving it to Cam Akers. Because <laughs> he'll right. fumble. He fumbles, so. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not stupid. They're not stupid. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he finds Cup and they go up and that's now the play of the game to me was the fourth and one on this drive to Cup. Because that play, right? It was the right oh, was end like of the, that uh, handoff. Yeah, like the cross the uh the end, not our end around, like the sweep or whatever you call it. Yeah, the wide. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, right, exactly. I mean, it says right end, but um, that's the, obviously the play of the game, and I think that's probably what secured his MVP. Like that was a hell of a play. The way he kind of stopped and yeah, picked like, and led forward, right. kind of sideways. Yeah. Great play. I mean, that is that is the ultimate on-field NFL awareness type play, and it was just awesome. And that guy's fucking awesome, and a, uh, you know. Kudos to him. Hell of a way to cap off one of the greatest offensive seasons, you know, by a wide receiver of all time. So 
Fucking a man. Good yeah. good for Cooper Cup. Right? I heard that I, he I really... um he he's first and only to a win the triple count triple crown of receivers. So yards, catches, touchdowns, and obviously Super Bowl MVP. It, you know, right? Even Jerry Rice so. never did it in the That's same right. season. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so then we get the Bengals. Their drive back. Obviously, Burrow's hurt. And I haven't – have they mentioned anything about him, about his knee or anything like that? I haven't heard anything. No, I mean, I haven't really heard of much, yeah. Because he clearly looked like he was in a lot of pain. He was definitely not fully mobile at the end of that game. But, you know, they've got, what, 40 – they got a minute 25. They, you know, drive down the field 25 yards – they go so then first down, short middle, catch by Boyd. It's second and one. It is second and one with fifty-two seconds left on the fifty-yard line. All they need is a field goal. Joe Burrow steps back to pass. Incomplete to Jamar Chase. Third and one. Samaje Perrine, however the fuck you say his name. Rushed right tackle. And to me, TM, I think this was the play of the game. When you watch this play, this third and one run by Perrine, he had this, he had the first down. Aaron Donald literally just stuck his arm out like you would be grabbing a kid from jumping in the pool and stopped him from getting to the one yard line. And mid tackle, Aaron Donald like looks up at the yardage marker to check if he's holding him behind the first yard, you know, first down marker. It was amazing. Donald is, he's a beast. It's unbelievable. And then sure enough on fourth down, you know, that's the one he's getting all the praise for. Cause for whatever reason, Cincinnati stopped doubling him and just put him one-on-one. You're like, okay, it's fourth and one. Let's, <laughs> let's drop back and pass and put, you know, Donald uh, against a single single guard or tackle, and see how it see how it goes. If you're gonna do that, right? Why are you not throwing a screen pass? I just don't understand why you would ever allow that man to be single covered. But back to that third and one. Why is why is it? I think it's just so you know. I mean, it's I think it's Sasha P Ryan. That's how they P-Rine. say it on P right. But P Ryan, right? P Ryan. Why is it not Joe Mixon? Like, do they think that they're so smart if Pirine's in the game? Oh, they're expecting a pass? Because yeah, then you did it two plays in a row with him on the field. Like, this is the final drive of your season. You're the Cincinnati Bengals. Why is Pirine on the field and not Joe Mixon? Like, I, I don't understand that. You had you had three plays of one yard. Second and one, third and one, fourth and one. Joe Mixon didn't touch the ball. Yeah. Well, that's why I love that. Cooper Cup plays so much because, you know, to get one yard, it, it it baffles me how hard it is in this league to get one yard. And, like, teams like the Bills can always get one yard. Why? Because Josh Allen just gets the fucking yard, right? I mean, Tennessee always get, well, not always, but should always get with Derrick Henry. Yeah. So, and, I mean, and Tom continue, Brady go is... Back to, I was just Tom Brady's one of the best ever, right? He's not like the biggest guy, but just getting well, he knows how to yard, fall. Right? He, knows, he knows, yeah, yeah. 
So but, there's there's but, been a there's this season, I think sorry, real quick, there's been this season a lot I've noticed the play on fourth and one where um so you're lined up basically I formation, quarterback is under center. And when you snap, you, you, they look to the handoff, but then they like pitch out. Yeah. And that's yep. that that seems to me to be like a hundred percent successful based on my own eyes. Yeah, you're just essentially. I think you gotta run. You gotta run that there with Mixon on one of those four downs. Yeah, you're you're essentially nobody did that in the game. You're running back to outrun the either the edge rusher or just plow through the cornerback, which they can do. So all I was gonna say to prove your point, Joe Mixon, fifteen rushes, seventy-two yards for a four point eight yards per rush clip, like. Didn't, how didn't is, touch the ball in that series. How is he not touching the ball? Like, it is, again, this is, and we talk about this all the time on this show, coaches being way too smart for their own good. Just yep. do what works. At least give them a shot. You didn't give them a shot at all. They always think they can fucking outsmart the other guy. Like, just get the fucking yard. Also, one thing we didn't touch on. The, the Bengals, now I'm, I'm going to ask you about this because I actually missed this play. The Bengals drive prior to the Rams game-winning drive. Um, Boyd's drop on third and nine. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? I missed it. I mean, was yeah. it that bad? I it mean, was. It was yeah. really bad. It was the first drop of the season for him. <gasps> first <sighs> drop of the season. That's what they said on the broadcast. That is insane. It oh was my bad. God, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's like the guy. He's like his like sure-handed guy. Yep. Yep. It was. It was as you know, just normal of a routine mm-hmm. catch as as there is, and yeah. you know, it is what it is. You know, shit like that. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like I tell like you know these ten year olds playing sports. Like, listen, errors are gonna fucking happen. Like, sorry. You've got to be able to step up and and do better, right? You know, or or yeah. step up and 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 you know make the next play. Or count on your teammates to make the next play. And clearly, the Bengals did not do that. So game ends. Obviously, take knees. What? Uh, I mean, are the Rams deserving? Of this, I mean, they did what they had to do. Were they the better team? Should they have won this game? And I know you said that the Bengals should have put the game away, but in crunch time, you know, like you said, after the first play of the second half, the 75 yard touchdown, they scored three points. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, you know, you know, as a diehard fan, I can, you know, you can cry over one play, one officiating call, one missed field goal, you know, but you, you got to look at these games as a whole. I mean, games are lost at many different points. It's 60 minutes, you know, so, <coughs> excuse me, I just get so irritated when everybody's like, uh, you know, oh, they had it, but this, it's like, nah, well, you know, there could have been one several different times leading up to this, so. And the whole thing with Jamar Chase, the whole falling down, I think I already said this, but I just have yeah. to reiterate it because it just drives me fucking crazy. Like, it's like, 
they didn't they didn't lose because of their O line. I mean, yeah, the O line needs to be fixed, but Aaron Donald fucking repped that whole drive. Right, but they but and they, most and they most of that half them. really they handled them the first three quarters of the game. One hundred percent, yes. And they did everything that they needed to do, and that's really where you got to look at this. You know, I mean, the Bengals they were. And it's it is hard, right, to sit here and say that the Bengals did everything they needed to do when there is that blatant penalty against Ramsey in the seventy-five yard touchdown. Because had that play been called correctly, how does that change this game? I don't know. They I mean, might they may not have scored the entire second half if they did not get that touchdown. You're right. Because 100%. that's how good the Rams D was playing. Like I said. You had to have the Philly special to get it in the end zone in the first half. And, and was there other that, field field goal with Stafford's pick? Is that the other way they got their points? That's the other field goal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yep. So, right. So, look, I mean, I think without that non-call, you're looking at probably like 1913 Rams or something. You know, it would have been a very – boring second half with adjustments yeah. being made by both teams. And obviously somebody on that, that Bengals staff is a hell of a halftime adjustment person because that's how they won all their games in the postseason. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'd say that, I mean, you know, I'm happy Stafford got the Super Bowl. I'm happy McVay got his Super Bowl. Um, They've been kind of lingering around it for the last four to five years. You would like to think Burrow will be back, and I'm sure we'll hear from him again. So good on Stafford, good on McVay, good for the Rams. Now go away. <laughs> I, don't want, I want a different <laughs> NFC team. for the you know, No more Rams. Goodbye. You did it. And I, I feel like they're the type of roster that, you know, they're not going to be like Tampa Bay and hit the hit camp in July and be like, we're going to fucking get at this again. I don't see that from this group. I see a lot of guys that are going to relax. They're going to take in the LA life and, and really just collect their paychecks. I just don't see it. It came out that Aaron Donald is considering retirement. And McVay, Sean McVay. Really? No, I didn't hear that. Did you hear that? I don't know what that was, but it was being discussed on sports radio the other day that, this was pre before the game that like the guy has contemplate is contemplating it at this age already. I mean, why not? I mean, the, we all we all know like the life of an NFL coach is brutal, right? Ten months of the year you're fucking at your facility ten hours a day. All right, but before we we wrap this all in a tight little bow, we did get one BSV TM. So let's hear what that is and. Um, all right. We'll talk on that and then we'll kind of wrap this season up. Cool. It's not in the way that you tweet us. It's not all the Facebook messages. It's not in the way you've been mocking PJ. Stop being assholes. It's not Call the line. 
podcast, what's on your mind? 708-316-8822. That's the number. For the most part, fans are dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how you get more listeners. Double downing on being dicks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man, he's been on a terror. Stafford. Sorry. Stafford on a terror. He's been on a terror, that guy. <laughs> What's up, sports geeks? All right, calling in to give you my season review uh, about the Chiefs and everybody else. Who? So, yeah, obviously pretty disappointing uh, way to end the season for us here, the Chiefs fans and the team itself. That happened weeks so, ago, Pat. Come know, on. We, we pretty much <laughs> prepared to go to the Super Bowl. That's That's our goal right now because that's the window we're in with our team, so, you know, that's not getting there is a really disappointment, but uh, really, it sucks. How does that feel? They got no excuse but to, to blame themselves for not getting there, because they really should have should have been there. But I uh, hope they take a long, hard look at, uh, you know, that defense, because obviously, that to me, that's a big reason why they didn't make it. Um, and uh, do some Get some tweaking in there. I don't know what they're going to be able to do because it's only going to get harder next year. You know, the the salaries get tighter and everything else. So, uh, and the team, you know, got more talent coming in. You got teams getting better. Things. It's going to be, you know, we're going to be fighting the same teams again next year, um, and probably a couple surprises. So, but uh, yeah, uh, let's see what what they do. I mean, it's I and, and I really hope Mahomes learns something from that loss because he should have been watching the Super Bowl because uh, Aaron Donald, their, the Rams star player, stepped up and made a play at the, to end the game and won that game. Uh, and put you know put the nail in it, and uh, he needs to learn from that because that's what you do when you're the star player is you step up and win the game. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, that's that's my takeaway. I mean, they got some things they got to work on. Uh, hopefully, they get it done. Um, as far as everybody else, you know, I mean, hey, there's some people that showed promise. I actually thought Detroit showed a little promise there towards the end. Oh, uh, shut up! But uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of parity in the NFL. It's always harder to win every year, so. Uh, you never know who's going where. I know the Chiefs got their eyeball on a couple free agents. I don't know who's going to end up being here, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I am looking forward to it. Obviously, uh, got to try again next year. So uh, we'll be right back at it. <clears throat> all right. Well, I'm out. Wait. So all right. So he he brought up something that I'm actually I gotta say I cannot wait. <laughs> For NFL free agency, I I don't know why, but this season more than any other, I just I'm ready for it. Like I can't wait to see. I mean, I'm intrigued to see what the Bengals do with their O line, right? I mean, that's a hot topic right now, just because we witnessed it. Um, I need to see what the Bills do. I'm very key on certain teams, just seeing what what moves are made because there's a lot of free agents, a lot of wide receiver free agents. You know, there's the whole Rodgers talk, and yeah. Devontae Adams is a free agent. Yeah, so very keyed into that. Can't I'm very much looking forward to Dude. that whole free agency period starting for the NFL. Absolutely. The QB carousel. I mean, we obviously we talked about it two weeks ago, or was it? It was just last week, I guess, with uh, Kyler Murray. 
you know, that's still kind of ongoing. Um, but yeah, my brother sent me the text. I don't know if we talked about this or not, but did you know that the cap hit for Aaron Rodgers next year, if he sticks around is, uh, let me find it. Wait, so he has to be a trade? Yes, he has to be a trade. If Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, his cap hit next year there is $46 million. Holy <laughs> jeez. I mean, I got to tell you, though, I, I at this point, my gut says he's staying. Me too, 100%. Because Aaron, Aaron Jones is coming out, right, tweeting stuff, stay, please stay with me. And if, he, if, if, if Rodgers stays, you know they'll give Adams a one-year. Can he can he just go away, please? Like, <laughs> I know like, you don't want that. I just... Dude, 46 million is a ton of money, though. He might have to take a like a Brady discount, though, which I don't think he would do. All right. That, I that just might, don't know. That might be the argument, right? I don't know what his contract is. Like, I, I don't know if it's just next year. But like if you're Rodgers, don't you like you want something more, right? I mean, you want you want to at least you want it to be your decision whether you're coming back or not. Right. So you want to be traded and signed to a three-year deal and then, you know, decide if you want to play more than another year. I just don't see the spot for him to land. Right. And we talked about this last week in Denver, like is Denver, you know, could that work? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but you, I don't think that adding Aaron Rodgers to the current Denver Broncos roster guarantees a Super Bowl. Maybe well, like, Tennessee, right? Maybe, I think sure, that might be the... Sure. Well, listen, you know, I'm not fucking, like, okay. breaking the news here saying that Tennessee would have won if Tannehill wasn't their core. I mean, if it was Rodgers instead of Tannehill. I mean, come on. Like, like nine sacks on Joe Burrow. The Bengals didn't, didn't, had no business winning that game. Like that's just it. That ten what was it sixteen thirteen? What the fuck was the score of that game? I mean, give me a break. Well, here's the thing but too, that, though. That's how that's how it works. But come on, I mean, was Tampa like looked at like a prime position for Tom Brady to go to? No, I mean they made a lot of moves. I mean they had they, they had he brought people in, yeah. right? They had some you know talent in the wide receiver position, and you know they'd been a kind of meandering like middle of the road team for a while. But they brought guys in. You get Tom Brady. But there is a huge difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, Packers fans. But Matt Stafford now has the same amount of Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So. These judges just screwed USA, by the way. That was a very clean uh, program by our girl there. <laughs> Don't like this score. Don't like this score. Um, real quick, though, for Patrick Lear. Hey, Pat Lear, look no further than Chris Jones when you talk about Aaron Donald. Because where's Chris Jones in the AFC Championship game? He played against the same O-line that Aaron Donald did. I mean, you had one sack. So all the upset feelings I have for Patrick Mahomes on the take in that second half, you look no further than your defense. You completely dominated that first half. And uh, that game will never make sense to me. It will, and I didn't lose a lot of money on it, but I lost some money on it, and I'll, it'll never make sense to me. How do you dominate a half like that? And I mean, that's why I'll always say, like, who is in that? Who's on that Bengals staff making those adjustments? Kudos to that fucking guy, because he got them to the Super Bowl. Yep. All right. So, question for you: 
is Matt Stafford at this point in time a Hall of Famer? Um, I mean, maybe. I don't know. They, I mean, they had this uh, argument here locally, and Dan Marino's always the subject of comparison. You know, big numbers. The difference is that Marino, at one point in his career, you know, or for the majority of his career, was always looked at as like an elite top five quarterback. Matt Stafford has never been looked that way. He's always been a better, a good, but not great, or great, but not elite, you know, a top, you know, eight to 12 type quarterback. Does this Super Bowl get him over the hump? Probably because the thing is, is he's going to end up setting all the records before anybody else, you know, quickest to this, quickest to that, most yards, blah, blah, blah. And then and then he's going to get surpassed by Mahomes and all these other guys based on the league that he's in. Um, but I mean, like how many more years do you like? How many more years does he play? Right. I, don't I mean, know. yeah, it, it, I guess it depends on what the Rams do. Odell Beckham next year. He's going to put up a lot of stats for sure. Yeah, I don't think, you know, even if McVay were to leave, I I assume Cup is still under contract. I mean, that team's not changing very much. Right, you know, right. You've got a couple exactly. more years and gets a few more playoff wins under his belt. I think, you know, I think there's an argument for it. You know, and I think he'll now, always be looked upon as the guy that had to deal with the Lions. And he put up these numbers with the Lions, you know. Oh my god! Don't, How many times is that mentioned? I know. Don't don't forget that he had one of the most dominant wide receivers ever in the history of football to throw to. Yeah, right. you know, and and he's playing in a in a a uh, era in which you can throw seven hundred passes in a season, and mind you, the Lions didn't have a one hundred yard rusher in a game for like eight years. So, yeah, there's a yeah. lot that went to his uh, success. Dude, he had 84, just, you know, give or take wins with the Lions, and I believe 50% of them were come from behinds. Yeah, he is. I mean, I I think that speaks volumes to who he is as a player. Listen, I love Stafford. I I mean, as far as a, you know, he's a gamer. He's played hurt. He gets banged up. He's dealt with the shit in Detroit. And he can he deserves... pound a fucking pint of beer like anybody. <laughs> he deserves <clears throat> everything that he's getting. Um, you know, so good for him. It's like I said, I'm not I wasn't gonna be mad if he won. Um I'm glad that he's got I just it. think yeah, I mean, as far as the the Hall of Fame conversation is concerned, like Kurt Warner's in the Hall of Fame. So I think you gotta put Matt Stafford in the Hall of Fame. I mean What's the difference? The difference is that Warner lost one with the Cardinals, but won one with the Rams. I mean, yeah, Warner's think, a great prey player, but Stafford's going to destroy his stats when it's all said and done. And um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I was curious to hear your opinion because you're a Detroit fan. But I mean, I think it's, it's a resounding yes. I think, and, so. I, and I mean, Warner, Warner's my benchmark. It's like, wait, if Kurt Warner's in. 
And they're making well, movies about this fucking guy. Yeah. But that's a, Stafford's you know, they having say, a very similar career. You know, guys like Joe Namath are in and they, you know, Joe Namath is yes, known for, exactly. you know, you know, guaranteeing one like, game. Right. Exactly. One game. Exactly. One fucking season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. One other one other topic here before we sign off. Um quarterbacks. So the NL the NFL MVP this season. Okay. So Rodgers gets it, right? Yep. I just yep. want to point I just want to point out a couple stats cuz I'm a little irritated. Oh boy. Brady had 1200 more passing yards <clears throat> and six more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. He also had eight more interceptions. But are we kidding really at this point? I mean, first of all, the guy won it last year. Second of all, we had the whole mid-season nonsense with the COVID, non-COVID vaccination stuff with him. Then Brady completely outperforms him and plays the entire second half of the season with basically half his offensive roster and almost makes it to the Super Bowl, unlike Mr. Rogers. I know the votes are put in before then, but I think we have a little bit of a an issue here. I don't think Rogers deserved this second one. I think it should have been Brady. I, the question um, is, is, you know, it's most valuable player, right? I mean, that's the, and, and I know that's not, well, always, you just said it, you just said it. Tom Brady went down to Tampa. Was that like a place that only needed one player? No. I mean, the guy fucking brought his legend to that city and won a Super Bowl his first season and then comes out at 44 and fucking crushes numbers, crushes numbers, 1200 yards more, 12 hundred dude that's like a hundred more a week i i don't listen fuck fuck rogers dude i'm just with you <laughs> on him i i'm really though like ugh. i'm just t- i'm you know i used to like i've rogers. really grown i've really grown to the dis- disgust like the disgust for him has grown since we've been doing this show like and he it's, bothers me and it's and it, there again he is a big reason along with patrick mahomes and the bill's fate why I was disgusted with this postseason and this season in general. It's like you just expect so much in the preseason and things seem to be kind of playing out for the most part in the regular season. And it's just again, and then we're looking at the Rams and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And I'm just kind of like, Ugh, all right. I mean, just kind of not what I expected. And one other point I'm going to say right here, and then you can take it, but I got to say this out loud because I've been oh, thinking boy. it for weeks. I know. I'm going to actually say this out loud, though. I am really a big Bill supporter moving forward here. I need Josh Allen to win a Super Bowl. Listen, I love my wife. She's diehard Bills fan. Big reason why, I mean, a big part of my courting process with this woman was based on Sundays <laughs> at the bar she worked at. And I cannot be thankful enough to have a wife that actually wants to watch football on Sundays, even if it's just her team. And I got to say, I am a very big Josh Allen fan. And the things he does off the field continue to grow my like of this guy. And that team needs to fucking win a Super Bowl, man. Like, they need to win one. And God, what a missed opportunity this season was for them. Because if they would have pulled that Chiefs game out, they would have won this Super Bowl. I really believe that deep down. And uh, that being said... I'm, this is the way I'm going to handle this. I'm going to bet 
the uh, the Bills' odds to win the Super Bowl every year moving forward until they do it. So at least my rooting interest will be not betting on them weekly spreads because they can't cover spreads half the time. But I'm going to put them as one of my couple teams that I'm going to bet to win the Super Bowl so I can root for it. Because uh, he's got it. He needs a Super Bowl. They, he needs some better people around him offensively, but I think I think it's going to happen. I really do. He's got time. He's yeah. got time. You know, he's he's, he's got more... time. Listen, I mean that game. But think about what that one game has done for him, like popularity wise nationally. I mean, I don't know if you watched any of the NFL awards. I certainly did not. But no, I did not. All the clips from it. Well, all the clips from it, I've seen because my wife has shown me all of them. And he's making jokes with the host about like the overtime rule and like he's 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 made it. You know what I mean? Like that game, even though that they lost, he has now become on Mahomes level as far as like the NFL public knowing who this guy is. And beyond the NFL public, you know, beyond the fantasy people and beyond just NFL fans, like people know who Josh Allen is. We're gonna see him on commercials now. It's. I think it's a huge thing, and I. I would really like to see them win. Not over my team, but I have. I'm so down on my team right now. <laughs> I don't even know what's going to happen. Right, and two was still a question mark to the point where it's starting to uncomfort me that I don't think he's the answer. So, ooh, ooh a lot. A lot of truths somebody... coming out here. A lot of truths. Well, yeah. Everybody. Hey, listen. It, it was a rough year, man. It was a rough year, but. I, Josh Allen can play, man. God, that that Chiefs Bills game is still one of the best games I've watched in such a long time. And yeah, uh, yeah. like I wanted, and even when they lost, I wanted Rams Chiefs because remember last year that one Sunday night game it was like fifty one forty eight or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, well, give me that. Like I guess I guess what's happening here is everyone can now understand I am an offensive guy. Like I like I like them overs. Let's go. Let's do it. But I just want to say something about Josh Allen because I am real. Like, my kid is allowed to wear that jersey. And if he wants to grow up rooting for Josh Allen, I am not going to fight that because better that than what I've dealt with. You know, if the Dolphins can get it together in a decade when my kid is 12, I can convert. That'll be no problem. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I said my piece. Said your piece, said your piece. So I'm looking, by the way, at uh, our predictions from this year. Oh, yeah, I've got them here somewhere, too, yeah. Super Bowl predictions, TM, Green Bay versus Kansas City. Green Bay winning it all. That's that's so chalk. (laughs) PJ, Green Bay versus Kansas City. Kansas City winning it all. What does this say? Oh, Jack, 49ers versus Cleveland. 49ers winning it all. Now, if the Niners decided Pretty not close, to though. play, yeah. you know, Jimmy G, maybe they'd be there. But it's uh, it's been an interesting Now, remember season. the reason why Jack liked that pick, though? He thought they were going hybrid. Oh, that's right. Jimmy G right. and Trey Lance, yeah. The only hybrid player out there is Marcus Mariota, okay? Everybody stop. Those Titans know what to do. Well, TM, it was a fun NFL season. 
Uh, I'm glad that it's uh, coming to a, a end. Uh, we've got things coming down. It's a down 12 month, 12 yes. month out of the year sport problem. Like oh, I, no. like I just said, I can't wait for the fucking free agency period. Like, let's just keep it going. Yeah. We got what? Two weeks Two, especially now. And somebody was saying, Oh, last thing. Cause we had the same argument. Like everybody does every year. Why can't the Monday after the Super Bowl be a holiday? Blah, blah, blah. Same old bullshit. Somebody was saying, I think my brother was saying, if the NFL goes to 18 games like they're proposing, they were talking that the Super Bowl may end up on President's Day weekend, which some people, I don't, but some people get right. Monday, which is President's Day, off. Now, wouldn't I that get be? About yeah, that would be awesome, though. At least. Yeah, but that's, that's NBA All-Star weekend. So something's got to give game, there. You can't every have... game is the NBA All-Star game. Every NBA game is like the Pro Bowl. No defense, just go on by. I'm not going to touch you. I can't stand it. I can't. Fair enough, but you can't have both of those events happening on the same day. Well, then they can move the NBA All-Star game to Pro Bowl weekend. <laughs> It'd just be a weekend, yeah, good, of, good weekend of All-Star games. Let's go. Get it over. If with. the NFL is is going to honestly do an eighteen game season, can you can we get rid of the two week break? Because honestly, this year was it was really irritating, man. Like, well, because yeah, in the, a game that had no hype, it's like we had to wait fourteen days for that. I don't know. It's yeah. it's 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 always been an issue, and. I just don't. I just don't see the point of it. You're getting, you know, because if and if you do 18 games, we're gonna have two bye weeks, dude. There's no way that they're not going to at least President's Day weekend. Yeah, they may start earlier, but they would have to start like Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I don't know. It seems insane. They gotta put a lot, a lot of, a lot of home teams gotta be not in Phoenix, San, uh, L.A., Germany, Miami. NFL going to Germany next year. Half of my team's schedule is going to be overseas soon anyway. That's right. Yeah, you guys are just going to go from (laughs) London to Germany to Spain one day to Italy and then to Mexico and then back to Miami. You guys won't even have a home. (laughs) You guys won't even have a home schedule. It'll just be all away games. Hey, if they they cut uh, avocados from Mexico from coming to the U.S., I don't want my team going to Mexico to play any football. There you go. I need those fucking avocados. (laughs) Hey, uh, okay, real quick. As we close this NFL season out, here's your chance on air. Oh. Who wins the Super Bowl next year? Ooh. Next year. Fuck. Uh. Game is in Vegas. Aaron Rodgers in Denver. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, I, I kind of like the Bills because I think the Bills are were mm. one season too early. I think if if you ask me, sorry Pat, but I think the Chiefs are on a downward slope. I think it's going to take yeah. them some time to come back. They need to like figure out what's going on. And I don't think the Rams. I think this, like we said, like this was this was the football gods giving Matt Stafford his due. Right. I think the Bills, even though the Bengals made it, I think the Bills are closer to that. They just need two or three pieces, and I think they'll be there. Because like you, yeah. and I didn't say it, but I I do like Josh Allen. 
Yeah. And the NFC I sucks. certainly I certainly would love to see AF, uh, the Bills. But yeah, AFC is the dominant conference right now, just based on the QB position, I would think. That being said, it may be Bills versus Rams. Because if, hmm. if all the Rams come back, right? I don't, you know, they spent a lot of money to get this Super Bowl, a lot of dra- drafts, a lot of, you know, capital. Aaron Donald sticks around. I think Ramsey's contract is still good. Stafford's is still good. I don't think Cups is up. I don't know what OBJ's is, but he's going to be out anyway with a torn ACL now. So Yeah, he's not going to come back till mid-season probably. Yep. So I don't, you know, but Robert Woods will be back. Me? What about Dallas? What about Dallas? Oh, my God. Just get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. I All can't. right, we can Let's sign Let's go. That. Jeez, Dallas. Get away. <laughs> Bye. All right. Happy uh, NFL season 2023, everybody. We'll see you. Peace. We'll see you in a, we'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> You've been listening to the, the Binge Vikings? Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget. Shut up. I'm waiting. Oh, boy. What about the Washington Commanders? I, I got to be honest. If they could put a quarterback in place there, that defense is legit. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs>